0: This is Oversharing with Mikhail Mikhail Alfon. What is up you lovely listeners? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Our guest today knows how to find talent. After graduating from UCSB in 2014, she began her career as a staffing specialist at MoPro and continued to hone in her skills in talent acquisition until she landed her current position at Lone Depot. When she's not finding new talent, though, she's leading LinkedIn Local Orange County, which brings together local professionals and entrepreneurs to help build their circle of influence and their networks. I'm insanely excited to have this conversation with her today because she's going to share with us what she finds to be important on a LinkedIn profile and also the importance of networking. But before I speak too much, let's welcome Lucy Baudette to overshare how you doing lucy
1: hi miguel i'm doing great thank you so much for having me here
0: yeah absolutely um i forgot to ask you beforehand and i want to get this right how do i correctly pronounce your last name
1: <laughs> i'm glad you asked it's actually Bo debt
0: i knew that too and i went with boo i went with Boudet. and i was like that wasn't right as it was coming out i was like nah that's not right you're okay. good you're okay. good thanks for asking Beaudette. i got you all right cool so Lucy, thank you so much for coming out. You're in your link or you're in your Lone Depot like gear right now, right?
1: Yeah, I want Jammin'. this awesome <laughs> Nike fit polo. So excited!
0: Is it a dry fit? Yeah. So you work out a lot, right?
1: Uh, yes, I love working out. So Are I, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like dry fit is kind of a scam. Really? Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm never dry when I'm wearing it.
1: Well, I see this and I'm like, "Mm, I'm going to wear this to golfing. Uh,
0: Do you golf too? (laughs) No. I'm kidding. That's
1: what I'm like. (laughs) Exactly. I'm the same way. I'm like, hey, if I'm going to work out, I just need a plain tank then I'll be fine. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So what I was telling you um, before we started recording today was that a lot of the reason that I do this is to get to know people in the local community, and then wider than that. This is kind of like my form of networking, maybe. And I know a little bit about you. I've had the opportunity to uh, talk with you a couple times at LinkedIn Local, OC Tech, and we're definitely supporting each other's projects there, but the listener doesn't know who you are yet. So I always like to start with, what were you like in high school?
1: That's a great question. So... Definitely the cheerleader type. And what I mean by that, I was a cheerleader. (laughs) Um, It was a great experience just getting involved with my campus. Also got involved with ASB. Probably anything that I could help out with, really. High school was a great experience. Not going to lie, couldn't wait till it was over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then moving on to, you know, greater things. Um, But yeah, high school was fun. Cheering was awesome. And I went to school... Where probably most people don't know where it's at. Lompoc. Lompoc, yeah. Lompoc. Lompoc, yeah. Where is that? It's in Santa Barbara County. Okay. But it's such a small city, so most people just totally missed it.
0: So, aren't you from Panama? Peru. Peru. I'm just really striking <laughs> out today.
1: <laughs> You're with, fine.
0: With the last name, <laughs> <Boudette. laughs>
1: Bodet. <laughs> <What>?
0: Bodet. <laughs> then it's lump lumpok is what I said.
1: Lompoc Yeah. Most <laughs> hey, most people butcher it. Yeah. Now originally from Peru. Yeah, yeah, Lima.
0: Okay, cool. When did you move here?
1: I moved here back in 2001 with my family.
0: Okay, cool. So you're still pretty young at that point. Did yes. you go to high school at all out there? I'm not doing the math here on <laughs> when you went to high school or
1: I was in 5th grade um mm. and then I moved out here got bumped up to sixth grade. So I sort of skipped half a year, which was awesome. Yeah, no, I pretty much consider Peru to be my second home.
0: Gotcha. So when you were in school, in high school, right, I I kind of battle with uh, what the skills were in high school and what we're taught there. And I know that a lot of people kind of do this too, but... When you were in high school, what were some of your favorite subjects? That's
1: a great question. Honestly, I loved history, but a lot had to do with my professor. Like, he believed in me. He was like, hey, you can go to whatever school that you want to. You want to go to Harvard, we'll get you to Harvard. So I think, honestly, having professors that really lifted you up was a great thing. And the same with, like, my cheer coach. Like, she definitely always was looking out for every cheerleader, every person in her team— uh, so I would say definitely like more the relationship part with the professors and mm. having to make such an impact on like a young adult, you mm-hmm. know, when they're still kind of forming their beliefs and getting the confidence that they need
0: to face the world. Sure. Cheerleading is no joke. They, like that <laughs> whole the training regimen, everything about that's pretty serious, right?
1: Yeah. And it's funny that you bring that up because we were the helpers all around here. We did everything. We help with like... Swim meets, mm-hmm. track and field. We, we were involved in every single sport like year round. Like we were just putting the team on our back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was fun.
0: That's funny to me. I'd never, like, I never went to a water polo game or whatever during, um, during high school. So I didn't realize that there was potentially cheerleaders there.
1: Oh, yeah. Anytime that you can have that someone like with a, a timer or anything.
0: It just seems <laughs> as if like that's a really big like safety hazard. Like tumbling by the pool.
1: We weren't as much as uh, like flying and doing all these tumbles. We were like dancers. Mm. So a lot of our things were around dancing, choreographies. We actually had two to three major dance competitions every year.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. We were
1: like the dance cheerleaders.
0: Right. And the big one was in, um, the big one was at Disneyland in LA. Oh, it was in L.A.? I can't
1: remember. It was in that. There was,
0: like, some dance competition. So I dated a dancer in high school, mm-hmm. and I always went to their, like, competitions. There was a big one at Los Alamitos, but maybe it was different because the counties. But then there was a big one at Disneyland all the time, which was pretty cool because I got to go to Disneyland.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely would remember if we went to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, at one point, you were a—before uh, you moved on to, like, doing recruiting and staffing, you were a Zumba instructor too, right?
1: Actually, I did that recently. So I did Sumba for five years, mm. right Like right out of high school. Actually, I was still like graduating, and I did it for five years. It was so much fun, uh, but at some point, I was kind of ready to take a break. Yeah. And I, I took a break, focused on school, you know, getting my college degree. And then when I finished that, just recently, I started teaching again, and then I have kind of put a pause to it because it's actually a lot. Like, I'm like... I'm getting older now. Like my hips hurt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. I I definitely feel that, and it's uh, it may, my knees are my big one. Yeah. Sometimes my hips, but sometimes sometimes my knees too. What about Jonathan? When did you meet him?
1: Jonathan. So Jonathan is my husband. He's my college sweetheart. Wow. We <laughs> we met at UCSB on my last year. Well, I was third year going to my last year, and he's actually a year younger than me. Mm. So yeah, we met back in 2013
0: at, in Santa Barbara. How long you guys been married now?
1: It's a trick question. <laughs> Going into four years. Going now. into
0: four years. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I'm about to get married, as you know. Any Congrats. tips? Any tips for me?
1: She's always right.
0: <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna work. <laughs> Yeah, It's always interesting with that, like shifting that role because at work for me, I'm very, you know, I'm obviously the guy. But then when I'm at home, it's like she's the person, right? So I try to, I try to abide by that. So we'll see how that works out.
1: And you pick and choose your battles too, you know? Not everything's worth fighting about or arguing about.
0: For sure. So... You started in staffing. What was it about staffing that you wanted, that you enjoyed at your first job at MoPro? Or what made you want to do that in the first place?
1: I actually got into staffing uh, at a staffing agency at Insight Global. Mm-hmm. Then I moved to MoPro, which was corporate recruiting gotcha. for this web designing company. I actually got recruited into recruiting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: I know. I went to job fair and they told me, hey, you, you seem like a great person fit for what we're looking for let us know when you're ready and we'll get you an interview and we'll get you the job
0: okay so you were at a so you were at a job fair that's how you got the first job yes but then you moved into the corporate corporate staffing at MoPro. Co-
1: yeah corporate recruiting so basically the difference with you know staffing at a staffing company you're recruiting for companies from a variety of different industries mm-hmm. you might have multiple clients and uh, when you're corporate recruiting, you're recruiting internally for sure. for the company that you're working for.
0: So MoPro is like digital marketing and SEO, right?
1: Yeah, they, they do website designs and basically run your
0: your whole website.
1: Did you have to you. learn
0: that language when before you started working there?
1: Not before, but when I started recruiting for like digital marketing coordinators and specialists, I started getting more familiar with that and also just kind of getting familiar with our technology to recruit in the tech mm-hmm. side.
0: All yeah. right cool. And then from there you made a couple different changes but you ended up landing loan Depot and you've been there for a little bit now. And what was it you got the most re, you got the most hires in a certain period to get that sweet golf shirt that you're wearing?
1: Yes, I had the most uh, customer lending representative start um, mm-hmm. this Monday so. I won this
0: shirt. That's amazing. Yay. So you told me that you spend so much of your time on LinkedIn trying to find these candidates, yes. right? Um, and I think that that's really, I think that that's interesting. For one, just being on LinkedIn all day. You have, I feel like you love the platform. <laughs> Am I correct in that assumption?
1: Yes, I do. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll get into the LinkedIn local thing after, but you're already spending your entire day there. I'm curious a little bit about your job as well. So what are some of your like KPIs? Because I feel, and look, I don't know anything about what you do, right? So if I if I misspeak, I apologize. I'm, it's mainly out of ignorance. But what are some of your KPIs there? Like basically how many people you hire, but there has to be something that like measures like attrition and retention rate and things like this as well too, right?
1: We do have monthly goals to hit, right? I'm focusing on hiring for, you know, loan officers that already have their license. So these are the licensed loan officers, sometimes called mortgage loan officers, also purchased loan officers. And also for some more entry-level positions like the customer lending representative. Mm -hmm. You know, people that are going to be transferring the calls over to the loan officers. And also an entry-level loan officer. So somebody that we're going to train up. And that's through our ACES program. It's a career in accelerated sales. Mm -hmm. And we've like developed that, you know, whole program. And to get people, basically to get people that don't have any mortgage industry experience... In becoming an expert and being able to talk to our borrowers. Uh, so, yeah, we have the monthly uh, goals to hit, but HR has certain, you know, reports that they run to see how people are basically, you know, doing throughout right. the whole life cycle of right. the, the recruiting and then on to hiring.
0: Okay, cool. So there's, like, is there's a, like a probation period for the people that you recruit?
1: I wouldn't say a probation period, but, you know, we are at will mm. here at California. So you, if you're not happy with your employer, your employer is not happy with you, you can always call it a day. But no, I, don't, I wouldn't call it a probation period. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the moment that we hire a talent, we're, we're saying, hey, we have confidence in you. You know, you get benefits after 30 days of working with us. Wow,
0: that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Are you pitching the job right now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I am a recruiter, recruiter slash always you know, selling on the company that you're working. Yeah so. no,
0: I love that. that's cool. <laughs> okay, cool. So when you actually reach out to somebody and you like and you meet them, you you do the interview yourself, yes. the initial interview. And then, do they have to go through a second interview with HR or anything like that before they actually get hired?
1: Yeah, so we'll do a second interview for some of the roles, especially some of the more entry level roles, where they still have to meet with us, the recruiters, in person, mm-hmm. and then we'll do another like, you know, interview with the hiring managers.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then, do you do you personally check back with them like ninety days down the road, seeing how they're liking it, and then do kind of a report on how well they're performing?
1: Yeah, that's definitely something that I like to do. Touch base with them, like, even, like, the, after the first week. Like, hey, how was your training? How, mm-hmm. was, how was your first week going? And always checking in also because sometimes they have referrals. And we love that, you know. Sure. We love to hire people that are referrals. And we can get into this a little bit later. But that's why it's so important to, like, Keep up with your network.
0: Absolutely. And I saw that Lone Deep, like you posted something that you guys are expanding, you have goals that you need to meet. So, Lone Depot, like they're growing pretty quickly, it sounds like, if they need to take on all these new people, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We are growing extensively. So, we were founded back in 2010. And uh, in the 10 years, right, we're now celebrating our 10 years mm. that we've been, you know, in business, we've been able to grow and get to that number two spot. So we're the second largest consumer lender, which is pretty exciting, yeah. you know. So definitely lots of growth.
0: Yeah, that's insane. That's amazing. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> let's get back to LinkedIn. Okay. I'm sure that that's where the list, what the listener is waiting for. I'm excited to hear this because there are so many gurus out there. Gurus, I say that in like with quotations because uh, everybody seems to know exactly what you need on your LinkedIn profile, but you're the person that's actually. Looking at LinkedIn profiles Uh and making the decision as to whether or not they, somebody will, you know, get an interview uh, with you. So what are like the top three things that you look at when you're, actually, let me back up a little bit. What is your search first when you're searching for new people?
1: So it really depends on what you're looking for, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for, like, I'm looking for a loan officer, I'll make a, a Boolean search to try to get as many keywords in there, you know. Try to modify it because people sometimes call themselves different titles, right? Mm. So I try to get a little creative, throw the zip code in, maybe 20 miles radius. You know, Orange County could be crazy, so you don't want to, you don't want to go more than 20 miles sure. for the most part. Uh, and then just you know, run the search. Then I'll start looking through the profiles and you know, checking, seeing who who matches what I'm looking for. Most of the time, it's pretty accurate. Like, these are all people that I can call on. Okay. So, yeah, recruiters are basically creating searches on LinkedIn, putting the keywords in there, job titles, sometimes technologies. If you have to have a certain technology, you're putting that in there uh, and then just running it.
0: Somebody's proficient, let's just say QuickBooks, like you could put in QuickBooks, for example.
1: Exactly. You would think that I
0: would know this, but I don't know this.
1: Yeah, no, 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 (laughs) 100%. Sometimes you're looking for an analyst and you need to have them. Uh, proficient with tableau you want to put the technology in there so that's why it's really important and we can dive into this too Mm -hmm. to kind of list out all the technologies that you're using and that you're familiar with that you feel very comfortable with
0: yeah absolutely so that's kind of what i wanted to get into what are the top three things that you look for for in a good profile
1: three things that i look for i'm definitely looking at the picture I think it's important to have I'm a I'm going to prof- bring up my LinkedIn
0: right now and yeah. be like, "All right, how's Mikhail doing?" How on is LinkedIn? I
1: know, how is he doing? So, if you don't have a professional headshot, you definitely should should Just get, get one. one. Okay, Really, absolutely. Um, I think it's a little bit embarrassing when you have like the picture of like your dog or your family. Like this People is
0: People still a- have pictures of their dogs on LinkedIn. Yeah, you oh, you'd be no. surprised.
1: So you want to make sure you have something professional and you're smiling Mm because that makes me feel like you're a warm person. You know, you're positive. You're uh, all around welcoming. So definitely photo. The intro is a really important part Especially because that's what you see when, even like when I'm searching, like that's what I'm going to see. So your headline is super important, mm-hmm. right? Put your title in there, right? What's Put a what good one do. for
0: what you're looking for? Like loan officer proficient in, I don't know anything, so proficient in Excel type thing?
1: Yeah, for instance, in the headline uh-huh. for a loan officer, I'd want to see the loan officer, you know, title or MLO or something of the similar and their um, NMLS ID, which is their license ID. But yeah, if you're looking for, you know, I don't know, a digital marketing coordinator or a specialist, you want to put digital marketing.
0: Gotcha. So I think I was pretty intentional about this. Like we're going to audit mine while we do this. So mine says, I have a picture of myself smiling. It was done by a professional. (laughs) Mason, what's up? Thank you for those pictures, bro. Yeah, yeah. But I have... Mm-hmm. President of Blue Light Media, a digital marketing ad agency for CPGs, strategy content influencers ads.
1: That's awesome. Now, let me just say this, though. If you were looking for potential opportunities outside of what you're doing right now, I would say maybe don't put the precedent because most people aren't looking for a precedent. Mm-hmm. You know, they might be looking for a CEO. They might be looking for. Um, Should I
0: put CEO on there?
1: Yeah. Really? Put CEO. Ah, Come on!
0: I don't know if you know this about me. I hate saying CEO. I I don't uh, let my my people call me boss either. Like it messes with me. But okay, yeah, definitely so don't CEO. put
1: boss on your headlight. Boss,
0: <laughs> boss man at Blue Light Media, or
1: guru or all these things. Because really, no. recruiters we're not looking for that. You know, lone guru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No.
0: Okay. All right. So that makes sense. So that's the first thing. Or. The first good, two picture, good picture, good picture. Definitely don't use that picture from like 2009 where you screenshotted it from the club, and like you can kind of tell it's pixelated. It's not even clear anymore. Yeah, selfies,
1: you, no, no, no. No, gosh,
0: no selfies. And then a clear, uh, clear headline. Yes. All right, so I should change. So I shouldn't put president. I should put CEO. Yeah.
1: Really? Yeah. I mean. You're, you're happy where you're at right now, but you know, you're a sea level now. You have to kind of think about it like that. And when other people are think, you know, looking at you, then they need to know that you're at that level.
0: Tangent. And I love this. <laughs> I love this conversation tangent. I have seven employees. Do I get okay. to put CEO on there? Absolutely. All right, fine.
1: Hey, you, you want to have a CFO one day? Well, then you better have <laughs> that CEO role. That's, that's how you're going to attract the CFO.
0: That's, that's fair. You're right. Wow. Okay. All right, fine. You talked me into it. Damn it. I hate that so much. Okay. Okay.
1: The Headline, third thing. picture,
0: third thing. Yes.
1: Experience. All okay. right. So definitely list your experience there. And I'm talking keywords. Like I, I see your profile. I'm looking at it right now. It can use some work. You need what? to put some keywords I in like here. I like that.
0: Okay, let's go.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm like updating. I'm putting fucking
0: CEO in here right now as yes. like.
1: <laughs> yes. So you definitely want to put all the keywords like the technology that you're using. For instance, let's see. SEO. That's not in there. That needs to be in there. Okay. Definitely needs to be in there. So yeah, um, experience should be your impacts too. You know, if you helped a company save, I don't know, a million dollars, put that in there. Mm. You know, those are impacts that resonate across the board. You know, recruiters are going to look at that and, and, you know… Say so, yes, I want to contact this person. Hiring managers are gonna look. Yeah, look that's that a good and, point. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's so yeah, so, experience is super important. It's the same
0: thing for me personally. It's the same. I'm all like trying to justify why I underplay myself. Like I feel like it's so um, braggadocious to be like CEO. I help these company do blah 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 blah. But I should put that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Damn it, Lucy. <laughs>
0: you weren't supposed to like rip open my soul here. <laughs> Okay, so these are the top three things yes. that somebody can do to improve their LinkedIn profile. What about, um, this is a lot of fun. What about, like, the volunteer experience? Do you find that to be important?
1: Absolutely. I feel like, honestly, when you're looking at your profile, this is kind of like your bragging file. You should be able to put everything positively that you're doing Um and you should recommend people and have people recommend you.
0: Okay. I so. think the recommendations are huge. I, try, I don't ask for them, but I give them. I feel like that's such a big deal when somebody does that.
1: Okay. Advice here. Tip. You need to put testimonials in here from your clients. They should be recommending you here. Say, hey, you had a great experience? Let, okay. let me know about it on LinkedIn.
0: All right. All right. I'll definitely do that. Um, endorsements.
1: Endorsements are great. Um, do you think?
0: Do you think that that's a big deal? There was an interesting tip I heard recently. Like somebody got endorsed for skills that like don't like. I endorse them for like Microsoft Word. Great. Like you know you know how to use a word processor. <laughs> <For the longest laughs> In twenty twenty, I
1: feel what you're saying. For the longest time, I thought I had like I, I was stuck with like I was like okay, I'm cursed with these three skills, you know. And then I learned that you can change that. So you can always. Swap this out, you know, um, put what you think is most relevant because guess what? Those three skills that are listed on your profile, when you're looking at it, those are the ones that are going to get hit the most. Mm -hmm. If you want to be um, hit for leadership, put that up there, you know? Uh, And that's what you're going to see get a lot of hits. And then at a certain point, it just maxes out. I, I don't know. I think it's like 99 or something.
0: So I have some questions from the internet. Sure. Uh, About LinkedIn. And I'd love to ask you about these. So uh, Cody Bennett asks, how do you get engagement on your posts? And he says he's in the financial and personal development field. So how can somebody start, like when they're posting on LinkedIn, first of all, even if I'm not like a marketer brander or personal brand builder, should I still be posting to LinkedIn?
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. Yeah. So once I do that, how do I start to get like more engagement there? You get a ton of engagement. I see all you guys do.
1: Yeah. I mean it definitely has to deal with like bringing people to your content and how do you do that you tag people you know mm-hmm. tag people that you think this is going to be relevant to use hashtags mm-hmm. that's what they're used for and don't just don't just use any hashtags like actually search the hashtags and see how many followers it has mm-hmm. before you add them share it on a private message with a few people say hey just to kind of get the ball rolling on your on your post like Hey, we're both on the financial industry. Like, let me know what you think about this. Mm -hmm. Just to kind of get the ball rolling. Um, So definitely bringing people to your content. Uh, And when people comment, reply back and tag them on it. Mm. Let them know that you've read their comment, that you're interested in what they have to say. Uh, And also putting some thought behind commenting and and sharing other comments similar posts too from people that you might like look up to Mm -hmm. in the industry because then that way they you know they look at what you have to say they like what you have to say and they might add you they might look at your activity and then they see that you have really interesting content Mm -hmm. as well okay yeah
0: that's that's actually a heavy one I like that I like the uh, DMing it to somebody too where um, that might find it like useful or beneficial Um, I have another question here from Rena. Rena Friedman Friedman Watts. What's up, Rena? How you doing? Thank you so much for the question if you're listening to this right now. Uh, But she asks, how many people do you reach out to daily on LinkedIn?
1: That's a great question. So LinkedIn is not my only platform that I reach out to candidates. I use um, Indeed and other platforms. So I would probably say... On a really good day, fifty people.
0: That's a lot of people.
1: That is a that is a lot of people. On a not so good day, if I'm busy with a lot of other things, uh, I might reach out to like twenty-five plus people. Okay. But I always try to I always try to send out messages and connect with people.
0: All right. Perfect. And then Matthew Feltner asks, Matthew, thank you so much for the question. Also, how you doing, dude? It's been so long since we talked. He asks, if you could only pick one style of content to share on LinkedIn, what would it be? Video, photo, or long-form text?
1: That's a great question. To be honest, I feel like video would probably be the number one. Really? Yes. And I know, I know some people might disagree, but I still feel like most users, and keep in mind, LinkedIn has almost 600, Six hundred million users mm. and about two hundred sixty that are active. So keep in mind that there's no way that t- two hundred sixty million people are putting videos up. Mm. Actually, it would be more like one percent of that. Mm. So you have such a a like little amount of people out there that are creating content, video content for LinkedIn. That you ha- any kind of video that you post up, you have much greater chances of like. Being found Than You know Obviously like YouTube right. Instagram And other social media platforms And
0: that's true too I've gotten a, I've gotten a ton of views On some of those things Yeah
1: You I post something And they get like A thousand Over a thousand In just like 24 hours
0: Yeah It's crazy Yeah The algorithm's definitely In our favor Okay So video is still big Yeah Um
1: and professional video, too. I'm starting to see a lot of selfie Fuck, videos. I did
0: that today on purpose.
1: And, hey, you know, it's I'm not… I'm failing this LinkedIn it's test. It's not necessarily bad, but sometimes I just feel like it's not professional enough. Like, sure. I think you should try a little hard, especially especially if you're trying to appeal self. to a certain type I'm of so audience. I'm
0: disappointed in myself. I, I know that it sounds like I'm interrupting, <laughs> but I'm like, how am I letting, like, you down? People think <laughs> I'm… People ident- like I identify as like the digital marketer person guy who just updated his LinkedIn profile, the CEO, and I'm like failing all of these things. No, you're fine. Okay.
1: You know why? Because it's trial and error. Some sure. y- You never know. You know, actually one of the videos that I got the most hits on was when I was in my car, selfie mm. style, doing a video with my shirt that said recruit all day, every day. And somehow people <laughs> loved it. You I know? love
0: that. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm like...
1: I, hey, it worked for me
0: for that video. So. Sure. so now, and even, wow. It's just interesting to me to think about maybe the loan. And I personally believe that, that, you know, if you're a specialist in whatever you do, you should be creating content so you can get picked up by somebody like you. And the more relevant that you are, the more likely you are to be found. And you, yes. c- cont- you keep staying relevant with the more content you put out. So these are all definitely things that I believe in. Oh, we do have one more question, actually, from Michael Ambrose. You know Michael, right?
1: Yeah. Ambrose
0: what's up Ambrose thank you so much so Ambrose asks what type of content shouldn't people be posting to LinkedIn
1: that's a great question honestly I hate to say you should or shouldn't do um but some really low quality videos that look like they're better fit for like your Instagram story Mm -hmm. like those should be left (laughs) to your (laughs) you know IG account like you know um Think about it this way. There's a lot of decision makers, a lot of C-level individuals like yourself. (laughs) There's a lot of high-end individuals looking at this. So you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot by putting something that's super unprofessional because you never know who's looking.
0: Right. Okay. I like that. And that's true. You know, and it's interesting. Like I put out a video today and I purposely did it from my phone uh typically Nelson helps me make these like super amazing. Um but today I was just like, you know what? Like I kinda just feel like going raw. Let's do it from my phone. But I, I wanna I,
1: see it. <laughs> it was still
0: like it was still like, I don't know. Like I wasn't holding it. It was still like that. No, that's that's, fine. that's
1: not considered a selfie. I'm talking a selfie is when you're like you're holding it, you're moving around. Uh, so it's it's just very low quality and you know, I, I almost wonder like, why can this just be left on like my, my Facebook or like Instagram feed, you know? Okay. All
0: right. All right. I like it. So those are some like super valuable things that you put out there. And I think anybody can act like actionably do this. So (laughs) they're <laughs> pretty good, right? All the CBD. I love it. So we can so we can take away that we need to have a good profile photo, professionally taken. Be smiling. I think that's huge. Yes. So you seem warm. Yes. The other teeth that, or no
1: teeth. That doesn't matter. Just just look friendly. <laughs> you know, be natural.
0: Exactly. So teeth or no teeth, guys. Also, we need to update our um, we need to update our headlines so that it's clear on what we do and potentially put some of our skills on there. Profession in, I don't know.
1: Or what problem you solve, right? What
0: problem you yeah. solve. So I see a lot, and to expand a little bit on that, I see a lot of these profiles that say, I help B2B companies do X, Y, Z, da, 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 da. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Or, you know, I help consumers find loans through, the, you know, X, Y, Z means. Do you think that that's a good approach too? I've seen a lot of that coming up.
1: I think so. I think it's good to put what you what problem you're solving mm-hmm. in there. So mm-hmm. you can, you know, kind of divide it up. And I like those little lines I do the same thing, you know. For instance, I put in there that I, you know, I'm a recruiter for Lone Depot, but then I'm also, you know— the founder and co-host of LinkedIn Local OC because I yeah. want people to also know that.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then the third big thing was expand on the experience. Talk about some case studies, how you impacted a business, not just listing off things, right?
1: Exactly. And the technologies mm. that you've used in, for those businesses as well.
0: So those are big. Those are amazing. Thank you so much for sharing those. Now, you spend so much, oh, no, no, no. You don't spend so much time on LinkedIn that you did this. But in addition to like knowing so much about the platform itself, you decided to co-found LinkedIn local orange county the orange county chapter of this now this is a linkedin endorsed event is that correct
1: linkedin doesn't endorse it but they definitely love it they want us to use their logo they basically said you can use your you can use our logo you know it's not they just liability wise it can't be responsible because there's so many events throughout the world like Crazy! So it's in over 360 cities. Mm-hmm. It's in over 80 countries, and probably more than oh, that. Oh wow! So I didn't realize it was steps. so big. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I've been to a couple of these, and they're a lot of fun. I love seeing you guys there. John Salas, what's up? You know, we have Vesu coming, and then there's another girl that I don't think I met. Asusa. Asusa. And okay. Carol. And Carol. Our newest. Okay, member. great. What's up, guys? So um, I love seeing those people there now. The events that you guys host are amazing. There's always good food. Man, one of them was at the InOcean uh, campus. You had a speaker from Microsoft. You had a uh, GD Burger that was there. Oh, you had yeah. Buffbake that was there. You had tons of drinks. Like, it was an awesome event. Hey. Yeah, it was incredible. You guys do a, such a great job with that. So you decided to head this up. Why?
1: That's a great question. Um, I honestly felt like this was a great way for me to build community. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I've heard about it and I was just wondering, okay, where can I attend? Mm -hmm. This LinkedIn, this hashtag LinkedIn local thing seems amazing. I'm already in LinkedIn all the time. So taking my online communities offline sounds just absolutely amazing Mm. where where is this where when can I go and just there was nothing Mm. and that's when I said you know what I'm gonna do this I'm gonna champion this I don't care that I don't know anything about event coordination or planning like I'm just gonna do this and thankfully Jermaine Louis came along oh yeah what's up Jermaine
0: how you doing I miss that guy actually he's a really cool dude
1: he's amazing he's always just you know trailing a new path for Mm -hmm. for everyone around him. He cares so much about his community. uh, And um, I was really, really um, blessed to work with someone like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, definitely just saw that there was a need to build this community and just jumped on it. And I've been like incredibly blessed by the whole community. It's been so fun, so rad and getting to know. I think I told you that like one of the best things for me was getting to know the people in my team.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah
1: to know John, know Vasu, Jermaine, of course, mm-hmm. you know, Sousa and Carol. Everyone is just willing to give so much of themselves, of their time, their energy, their creative juices to make all of this work. It's, it's amazing.
0: So, it's so interesting to me that people do that. I love it, though. Thank you. Um, and you guys do such a great job. You have such a great team. I love how organized you guys are. What is up, you lovely listeners? Sorry to interrupt the episode, but I did want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, MikeMe.com. MikeMe has helped this podcast sound incredible over the last year and a half, and I put out every single episode with 100% confidence that it's going to sound amazing and it's going to be absolutely legit. Not to mention, having them work on my show has helped save an incredible amount of time and headache for me. So it's been one of the best investments that I've made in a very, very long time. If you have a podcast or you're looking to start your own, be sure to go to MikeMe.com forward slash oversharing. Again, that's MikeMe.com M-I-C-M-E.com forward slash oversharing. And you'll get an episode edited for free when you purchase one of their podcast bundles. This is an incredible service. You're absolutely going to love it and you're going to love the team. But before I speak too much, let's get back to the episode.
1: Some people might not know what LinkedIn Local is.
0: How do I explain it further? Actually, give us the pitch. Let's go. (laughs) All right, let's
1: do this. So LinkedIn Local Orange County, they're the networking events that are intended to help you grow your LinkedIn connections offline, get to know people face to face and grow those relationships in a very organic way. And we, you know, facilitate networking games and we bring in speakers and it's all about building each other up. Mm-hmm. It's not competition, but it's all about collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. And you know we've been very fortunate to partner with amazing sponsors, local business people. I know we're partnering with Blue Media <laughs> coming yeah. up, yeah, and Giga Savvy. So we're really excited to just continue to, you know, have these amazing events with the support of our community. And we give back the ticket sales to nonprofits. Mm. So it's just it's just a win win. Um, Honestly, it's just a win-win event for everybody. Yeah. I love it.
0: It is really cool. And I rec- And it's cool because it's so diverse, I think, of the 100%. people that are coming in. Yeah. yeah.
1: Anybody that has a LinkedIn account, you don't even have to have a LinkedIn account. We'll convince you to get a LinkedIn <laughs> account. So you want to wor- grow your LinkedIn presence. You want to learn more about LinkedIn, people that are kind of passionate about the platform too, then this is definitely the place to go. Uh, and we're hosting our next one on March 4th.
0: March f- uh, I was like, I'm doing something that day. And it's actually going to that. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's on the calendar. Don't make me have
1: to go over no, there. No,
0: I'm having the whole team come. They're coming <sighs> Yay! through. Yay! Yeah, excited. it's, it's going to be fun. I'm super excited for that. Um, You know, this word community gets thrown around a lot now, I think. uh, You know, definitely in the digital marketing where it's like, oh, we have to build community. Dah, dah. I feel like it's so like empty almost when people say that. With you, I can already tell it's different and you mean it when you say it. But what does community mean to you?
1: That's a great question. So community means that you are going to be thinking of that person whenever something comes up where you feel like you will need their, you know, abilities and their skill sets. That is what I call community. You're putting the people in your community first, right? So for instance, I need some really amazing goodies. Like I need some protein bars and protein cookies. I'm going to go to Brittany, Mm -hmm. you know? Buff bake, I'm gonna go to her and I know that her amazing bars are gonna deliver, right? right? So just basically that that's what it means to me. Like helping people, knowing what their skill set is, knowing what they have to bring to the table, and saying, Hey, I'm willing to work with you. Yeah. So that to me is community, but also just going above and beyond. It's like, hey, if I if you're down and out and I don't know how to help you, let me connect you with someone that can. Mm. So we pride ourselves for doing that. Sure. Anybody that wants to reach out, get involved with LinkedIn Local, we're always like, you know, yes, absolutely. And you know, sometimes they they need some kind of help. They're asking questions, like we're here, we're here for them. And it's it's great to hear that people are actually getting together outside of the LinkedIn Local events mm-hmm. and starting to have like coffee dates and whatever, just to link up and continue the conversation.
0: Yeah, no, it's absolutely great. And it sounds to me so it's like community to you is having people to depend on and also having people depend on you. Exactly. And having that network of people. That's amazing. Yes. And yeah, honestly these things have been great like uh John Salas who's one of your co-founders, right? We you know, we've gotten to work out together, we've had coffee together, like just conversations and it's awesome, like really great people and like with Vesu we've also like gotten coffee like things like this. So I think those things are awesome and it's lo- it's great to see that. I guess like Yeah. Okay. So if somebody wants to come to like a LinkedIn local event, I personally despised networking events in general. (laughs) I remember I used to be the guy that would go to a networking event, hand out five business cards and get the hell out of there because like it was just so uncomfortable for me. For somebody who's going to their first LinkedIn local or any networking event, what are some tips you can give them to make that experience a little bit more or a little less? eh, Like, how do I say it? nerve-wracking for them?
1: I feel like really going back on what you were saying about feeling like, hey, I'm just going to give out five business cards. Why? Because you're in that mentality of like, hey, I'm here to sell, right? Mm -hmm. LinkedIn Local is actually all about relationship building. So we don't throw you a pitch. Like that's what makes us different than other events, right? There's no sales pitch. You're here to get to know your community, right? So right off the bat, you're kind of going in a little bit more vulnerable saying, hey, I'm willing to open up and get to know a few people, right? So that's the mindset that you need to have coming into our events. Like, mm. I'm here to get to know a few people, you know. You might not get to know everyone because our events tend to be a pretty pretty large events, you know. Yeah. Or, I mean, some could say m- mid-size, but about 100 people. You can't get to know 100 people in one evening, you right. know. But you can get to know three to four or five people Well, well enough to be like, let's continue this conversation at a coffee shop or yes, of course, call me and I'll let you know uh, more about my company. Yeah. You know, so definitely have that mindset of being open to building relationships to don't sell. Definitely don't come to sell Mm -hmm. at the events, you know, come to, again, just get to know the, the person, find out what they like, find out what they don't like, why they're here, what they're hoping to accomplish, and then third of all, I would definitely say follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. Mm. You can meet so many people and it's, I mean, it's happened to me. I'm guilty of it. I met some people that I didn't get to follow up with. And guess what? When you want to get a hold of them a year later, it's much harder than if you were to continue the conversation. You know, even just jotting down a few lines a week later and saying, hey, it was so nice to meet you. You know, I really enjoyed learning more about you. Let's continue the conversation. Let me know. Let me know how I can help you. You
0: know? I love that. I love that. How long you been running LinkedIn Local right now? <laughs> I like that <laughs> dance move. How long you been running LinkedIn Local? Um,
1: I have been running LinkedIn Local for almost two years. We're coming really? up into our two years. That's awesome. Congratulations! Sorry. Thank you.
0: I love that. What has been one huge moment for you? Like the most impactful moment so far with LinkedIn Local?
1: Honestly, I <laughs> the best. The best moment that I've had so far was outside of LinkedIn Local OC when I attended a LinkedIn Local LA. Mm. And being an attendee, not running it, but actually going there and feeling all the love. And by the way, check out LinkedIn Local LA. Goldie over there runs it. Patrick runs it. Amazing as Goldie well. with the green hair? No, no, no. She's blonde. Short okay. blonde. Yeah, Sorry. swag girl. Honestly, just going there and saying, this is why I was like, this is the feeling. I walked away just feeling so happy. Everyone was so generally like there to like build relationships. And mm-hmm. of course, when you're not running around, like actually making sure everything, there's no fires going on and, you know, you're actually running the event, it feels a lot different than when you actually attend the event, right? So after attending that event, I was like, wow. And I, I went to a couple of their events out in LA uh, by Hollywood, North Hollywood. But yeah, absolutely. It was just like, Wow. So I hope that everyone that attends feels that way. Yeah,
0: I love how much like joy it brings you. Like right now, you can I can tell how pumped you are on like running this whole thing. That's awesome.
1: Yeah,
0: I love that. Um, you've shared so much incredible information with us today on like how to update our profiles for one, so that we can get noticed by recruiters or anybody. It doesn't even have to be recruiters. It's just people like. How do I make my LinkedIn profile stand out? And also the importance of networking and how to network a little bit better. So thank you so much for all of that. Um, that helps me a little bit. <laughs> I was definitely the dude that would go in like thinking it was a sales thing. And after getting involved with LinkedIn Local, OC Tech, you know, I'm involved in, I real- realized that it's not about, it's not the one time you go. It's actually going multiple times. And then now it's like, oh, I recognize people. It's like the third or fourth time. Now you really love going because you see people that you like and or. That you know, yeah, people that you like and people that you already know, and that's where the magic happens, really. Um, but before I ask the last question of today, if people want to connect with you or get involved with LinkedIn Local, how can they find you?
1: Well, definitely connect with me on LinkedIn. So be sure to share that my profile, Lucy Baudet. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, if you guys want to see some of the content I've done, you know, you can follow my hashtag LucyShares and also. And Hint. That's why it's important to have a hashtag that you use wow, with all of your posts wow, and wow.
0: content. The magic was at the end, and that just like my brain just exploded. I was like, "Shit, I got to do this right now!" Like, how do I not have a hashtag on LinkedIn? She was holding that. And See if you made it. To, if you made it here, that's why you stay till the end, guys. All right, sorry. Nice. <laughs> that was really awesome.
1: <laughs> uh, and I guess last thing, uh, you can also like us, uh, LinkedIn Local OC. Like our page on LinkedIn and you can see all the info for upcoming events.
0: And this will actually be out on what's today. So this is actually going to be out on March or on February 6th. So if you're listening to this this week, which a lot of the listeners are, March 4th, 2020, in Irvine at Giga Savvy is going to be the uh, LinkedIn local event. You can catch Lucy there. You can catch all the Blue Light team there. We're going to be rocking and rolling. I'm pumped. Is this the first one of 2020? Yes. Wow. This is well, how we're well. kicking
1: off 2020 in a big way.
0: I, I love that. That's incredible. So yeah, definitely connect. Everything's going to be in the show notes, guys. So be sure to check that out. Um, so Lucy, my last question of the day, you were a cheerleader, Zumba Like obviously like Zumba instructors So dancing is a big And you're pulling out Some dance moves A couple times today So obviously <laughs> Dancing is a big uh, Part of your life Is that a, a Fair assumption?
1: Pretty much okay, Yes Okay
0: perfect What is The song that No matter what Whenever you hear it You have to get up And you have to like Bust the oh, move
1: ah, I have so many That's a hard one Let me think about this Let me see Um <laughs> Con altura. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. You showed me a song recently, and I love it. Did I? Yes. What was it? Let's see. That
0: was nice of me.
1: Was it my ma- um? Was it was Maluma? Maluma. Yeah, yeah, I love Maluma.
0: Maluma's rad. How did yeah. you like the um the Did you see the halftime show?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, did did you catch the football game at their? Uh, you know, I mean, at the concert. I <laughs> guess
0: so, dude. That was that was incredible. Obviously, like. I think Jennifer Lopez was one of my first like celebrity crushes. So, like, to see her still doing that is amazing.
1: Shakira was mine.
0: Okay, there you go. Seriously. Exactly. And like the both of them. But then, yeah, Bad Bunny coming out too. Uh, Who's the other guy I forget that came out? I can't remember. Anyways, it was incredible. So that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, to the listener, thank you so much for your time and attention. We really appreciate it. If you love this episode, we would dig a five-star review. And if you didn't like it that much, feel free to stick it to us. But be sure to subscribe anyway because we're going to have a ton of incredible people just like Lucy Bodet, back on the show. Thanks again, Lucy.
1: Thank you.